Uh, right. Well, hello, good evening, and welcome to this inaugural. I oh, know it's not inaugural technically. It's the first time I'm the chair, which effectively makes it the first real one. Um, session of uh, forty. Oh, I don't. I can't remember. Um, for those of you at home, it's the third one. <laughs> it's um, the, the uh, water culture where we waffle on. Uh, we apply our considerable. Uh, role-playing game expertise and take a deep dive into the, the cool, cool, soothing waters of a, of a different um, role-playing game. So, oh, no, the metaphor is broken down there, I'm not going to lie. Um, and, and, uh, we, we just talk about a system for a bit. Um, and uh, this system we're going to talk about tonight was divisive, <laughs> shall we say. Um, in no the same spoilers. way that Tom no Baker spoilers. was uh, of the opinion that <laughs> all, all, all ships should have, shouldn't have a crew um, in the Blackadder. Um, so, uh, Blackadder 2. Doesn't matter. Um, let's move on from that. Um, the one thing we can all agree on is the name of the system we're going to discuss today, which I believe we called Star Wars. Star Wars. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're going to talk about Genesis, which is Fancy Flight Games. Well, we can talk about, um, I was going to say, it is their um, kind of homebrew system. Um, but that's one of the things we can come on to tonight. You're good at this. We're going to ask you to chair again. Thank you. Um, we'll start, Mark. It was your um, your urging, your mm. desperate urgings, which um, made us foodle around in the, the lower groin regions of this system. Um, because you had experienced Star Wars. Now, for me, Star Wars already had a perfect system, which was the West End Games D6 system. Thumbs up from John. not a statistician, I can tell. <laughs> but you, um, you, Mark, had played a lot more of um, Fancy Flight Games homebrew yes. Star Wars system. So well, what's... it's not homebrew. It's basically... So, so Fantasy Flight Games hmm. um, acquired the licence. Um, didn't want to go down the... Um, um, West End Games uh, D6 route, uh, which is fair enough. All, um, all the D20 things that came out in between. All the D20 thing that came out in between. So they basically wanted a completely fresh thing, and they'd also been um, toying with the idea of having a second axis for um, success and fail. Right. Um, and so they incorporated it in um, into Star Wars, and then um, that was expanded out um, at a uh, convention, actually, I believe, uh, where somebody turned around, well, who was a f- sort of friend um, of the uh, designers, um, turned around and said, "I'm planning on running this. Is that okay? Is there any reason why we can't run? Why we have to run just Star Wars?" No, they said, ran it. It was actually ended up being very successful. And so Fantasy Flight uh, games have got lots of other um, background areas and stuff uh, which they wanted to, um, which they thought, oh, we could expand into this. And so um, created a generic system called Genesis. Called Genesis. Yes. Can I just ask one question though? You said they did this for Star Wars. Was that after they they produced the Warhammer third edition, didn't they? Was that Fantasy Flight, which also has weird dice in it? Was that Fantasy Flight? I thought that was um Am I mistaken that I thought there was a relationship between them. They they were they were certainly making Warhammer stuff for a while. I don't really follow that. Yeah. Uh by by the time they did this, and this is twenty twelve 
uh, they certainly had the idea of we have a, a solid manufacturing pipeline for custom dice with weird symbols on them. Uh, no, um, no. Well, so that's should we should we mention the game because Mark, you could probably just run us through briefly how the game works, but it has indeed got its own individual dice, and that's whether it's Star Wars or Genesis. So yeah, okay, so it, it is so, a slight. Yeah. So, I, so I was actually um, showing the guys uh, literally just before you um, came on, Nick. Um, I actually have a set of actual Genesis uh, dice as opposed to the Star Wars ones that you guys oh. all have. He also has um, a collection of unicorns' testicles, hens' teeth. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they're, they're not cheap. I mean, we've all bought dice and stuff. They're not that cheap dice, though the Star Wars ones are cheaper than the Genesis ones. Yeah, and the main difference being they've just got different symbols on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, so, it's, I mean, it's about tw- 12 quid for a pack of 14 dice. So, yeah. 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 That, that, that's not, then, that's not, not your cheap dice level, but it's... Yeah, I've seen more not, I mean, I don't know much about dice quality, but they seem like very uh, they are, plastic They are dice, decently though. made, actually. Right, um, okay. I know a bit about... Uh, dice quality, having had a, a very brief brief time working with um, Luzaki, who does go on about it a bit. Um, but they are actually a pretty decent, solid. Um, you know, they're moulded um, and painted so that they're not the, the symbols aren't going to rub off, which you get on a few cheap dice. And with, if you've got a custom dice and the custom symbols rub off, you've got a bit of a problem. So I, I won't fault them for that, but. You know, you do need a lot of them, and that and other things has obviously pushed the price up. So, honestly, on top of the price of a game, I think that's a pretty hefty investment. Yeah, well, although there's a three quid dice rolling app as an option. As, as, as with yeah, the, the X Wing miniatures game that they released in the same year as the, as the first of the Star Wars ones, um, they they you, they sell you a bunch of dice with it, but you really need more dice than that, don't you? I mean, just you know, to, to fly a big fighter in the X-wing game, you need more dice. And sim- similarly okay. with this, you, you you get enough dice in the pack that you can do most of the things you're going to need to do. But there are going to be some special cases where yeah, you could really use some more. Where it pokes at your OCD, or my OCD. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, how it, you does the coped X-wing with game this? Use, use the same dice. Uh, I haven't played X-wing. Is it? Is it the same dice? It's not the same dice. No, no, uh, they're different. Dice, yeah. Okay. So what is it you liked about the system? Because you played Star Wars. Yeah. So I so I played Star Wars um, with a bunch of people, and <clears throat> here I probably admit something that. Um, so uh, obviously, we oh. all know the Star Wars background. Um, I'm a, mass- a, a massive um, sci-fi uh, buff and uh, really like the thing. Star Wars, um, basically, when the uh, three prequels came out, from my point of view, they the they what, sour. Sorry? Yeah, <laughs> they, they, they 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 soured me for. Um, for, the, for the Star Wars franchise for life. So. Shocking. You must be <clears throat> unique amongst fandom for having such an experience. Yeah. No, not, not so, really. I, I feel a similar way. So. Yeah. Um, so, I'll you be know, honest, I, I, I mean, think uh, I Return of the Jedi is crap. So, you know. What? Well, the, I, I'm no longer the chair of this meeting. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the second one was the one they got a real science fiction author in to write the script for, and after yeah. that it was going to be down Yes. Definitely. Yeah. And my so you weren't a tell. huge fan. I, so so yeah. I will. Uh, I, I'll just interject. I, I actually wasn't a huge fan of Star Wars mm-hmm. until Star Wars West End Games, the West End Games D6 game out, and it really turned me onto it because it had the best source material out there. Oh, it was stunning at, at that time. Mm. Really, there wasn't any kind of thing as a source book for Star Wars, except mm. for West End. So anyway, yeah. Sorry, that's a segue. Carry on. Mm. So. 
but Chris, who was who was the GM um, uh, in the other group I play in, um, he brought it in. Um, he knew the system really, really well. Uh, sorry, he knew, sorry, he knew the background really, really well. So basically, from from that point of view, all we were worried about was learning a new system. Um, at around the same time, there were a couple of quite decent podcasts came came out. Um, so there's one called Order sixty six. Uh, which was um, all about the actual Star Wars role-playing game and actually um, was originally um, about the... Well, it started off with the D6, then went into the uh, D20 and then went into the um, the, the, the new Fantasy Flight um, um, weird dice, if we will just call it that. <laughs> um, and um, so it, so the, there, were, there were quite a few things where they kind of talked about... Um, how the dice worked, what was cool about it, and so on and so forth. So we kind of went into it quite excited anyway. Right. Um, so did you, you all bought your own set of dice for it ready? How did that go down? Um, so so some of us had the Dice Roller app, as John, John was talking about. Um, but uh, Chris had ended up buying two sets of dice and I think most of the rest of us um, had at least a set so so what you ended up doing was um, you played, you had your your set of dice but there was an extra set of dice on the table that you could go in, you, you could go into if you needed, if you needed the extra, those extra dice and that all seemed to, and, and, and that worked fine um, do you want me to talk about the um the, the, the fact that it's the now the twin axis as opposed to the single axis of success and fail. I think yeah, I think there are things yeah. to build well, off that. But, so. Yeah. We're, well, we're I mean, this out. is so, so. This is the whole point of of, of the dice, mm. um, yeah. and the whole reason why we have these weird weird shit things. Um, you have a set of dice where you have from a d four, uh, sorry, d four. You have a d six. Um, a D8 and a D12, but they don't actually have the, the actual numbers on. They have um, there are two there, there are there are dice that are good, there are, and there are dice that are bad. The dice that are good have two different symbols on, the dice that are bad have two different symbols on. Um, one of which are success and fail. So rather like rolling say fudge dice for example um, you get your pluses and your minuses and so on. And, and, and they kind of counteract, but you also then have advantages and disadvantages, which I suppose and effectively are either complications or, or benefits. Yeah. So, so, so the, the whole point is is that you can, and and then there's also and then there's one extra one on if you've got the d12s, either if it's a good one you get a triumph, yes. or you if you've got um, one of the bad ones you can get a despair. Um, yes. Now, remind me again. See, that's all right. Just talking through, I can I can see why. That's yeah. already probably one level more than I felt we needed. Um, but uh, what 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 was the triumph and despair? If you got okay, so the triumph and despair, despair is so so if you've got a triumph, so so again, you can still fail and get and not and and have disadvantage. Mm. But also have a triumph. So in essence, I suppose it's 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 maybe it's maybe an X Y Z axis, though um, the um, the Z axis only hardly ever comes into play. Yeah, I don't remember it being. Yeah, 
I seem to okay. remember it, it. It it generally so. For example, um, I, I seem to remember when we were playing Fallout, which was the one that I introduced the mm-hmm. um, the, the system to. I seem to remember your character Nick um, getting a despair, and we, I think, I think we decided that um, he'd managed to forget where he'd put his um, uh, shopping trolley. But that's a whole different story. Yes, yeah, yes, but, yeah I like think that. it's great that there are things about the dice that are specifically geared towards creating those really tense moments in the drama. Yes. So that's the idea, isn't it? To get a more interesting result than you hit the so, yeah, so, so, so the idea, so, so the idea is, is that you are rolling to do something. Hmm. Say, for example, I don't know, you're rolling to buy something in a shop. Uh, your, so you're comparing um, your negotiate skill against the merchant's negotiate skill. Um, a little bit like uh, when we um, uh, play um, the black hack. Um, the um, it's generally, though not always, the uh, players do almost all of the rolling. Yeah. So yeah. so the idea being is because you have negative dice, um, the negative dice is the Say so, I don't know. In this case, the shopkeeper, you would be, it would be your negotiate skill versus the shopkeeper's skill. So you would be rolling positive dice versus with your negotiate skill versus their negative dice uh, for their skill, um, and you're rolling against it. So, so, so for example, um, you're, you're rolling to buy something. Uh, you could get a um, a success. You've bought it. Or you, you know, they, they, they've got one. In. Um, if you get advantage, um, it's a better version than you were expecting. Um, if you've got disadvantage, maybe you've bought something, but it's maybe slightly so, uh, dodgy um, quality-wise, or it might, or it might even be that it's slightly hot, for example. Um, if you've failed but get advantage, they haven't got it, but they've got something else that you would maybe be interested in um, fell with disadvantage you're stuffed uh, triumph and um, it might be that it, it's a critical success is basically it's a, it? yeah, yeah. it's a critical success despair and it might well be that um, uh, they're aware that they, there's a bounty on your head and they um, they phone the hotline they so yeah. so just to, to kind of, that's the brief summary of the uh, we can talk more about the systems later, but I'm, I'm conscious I haven't had Mark or John in, uh, sorry, Roger or John in much yet. I oh, would just so like to, right. I would just like to check with you. So this presumably went down quite well with your group and with your. It took us a little while you. to get. To, to, it took us a little while to get the handle of success and fail is easy. At the end of the day, you know, that, that thing. it's the advantage disadvantage. Um, again, if you're saying combat, there's an awful lot of things that you can spend the. Uh, dice dice points for, for for in combat. So, for example, if you're using a weapon um, that maybe has some fancier feature, you might need a certain number of advantages to trigger it, and so on and so forth. Uh-huh. Um, it was the out of combat game uh, or out of combat rolling that where we struggled initially, and really, it was kind of, I, I guess, as well, having not played. Um, how, how do we lovingly describe them? The, some more of the indie games, some more of the mm-hmm. character role-playing 
style games, we, you know, we tend to play more the weird sort of well, then more, yeah. more typical I, I, I game. I would argue they're not. They're, they're almost always d- round about the, the story, the fiction, not the character. Something like D and D is actually more of a character-based game. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's the story-based. Yeah, okay, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll, okay, yeah. I'll go with that. So because we don't, we we tend not to play that many of those. Mm-hmm. We didn't really get the idea of the, of the advantage disadvantage too too much. Would until... you say it has those kind of elements of kind of narrative? I suppose. As John says that they're kind of narrative influencing games. Like, does, does Genesis have that, or is it all about your character? Well, I, I, th- I think that's where the advantage and advantage, and I think was it threat? Um, yeah, can, can be really good because it, it's as well, at least when I was running it, I, I was find I was using it as a spur for the GM. So you know, in in that situation, you're negotiating with someone and you get a virtual advantage. Well, that's not you negotiated better because that's what your primary success is for, but maybe he tells you a useful rumour or he has something else you might be interested in or if you get threat well you're just finishing off the purchase of your highly illegal thing when the patrol comes through the door or you know mm. it, it it can open up possibilities and just remind the GM that hey there, there are things that could happen and that now would be a good time for them to happen mm. it, it's, well, def- so def- I... it's definitely a fast moving you know Star Wars style thing I, w- I wouldn't use this for um, you know, a, a slow thinking game Okay, so it's a, it's a, it's kind of a what Savage Worlds is supposed to do, but doesn't. Yeah, <laughs> you say it's fast moving um, until someone like me has to sort out which dice to roll and what the hell he's just totaled. Well, let, let's yeah. come to you then, Roger, because you were the, the Victor Kayam of the group in that you you played the system and you, you liked it so much that you thought you'd... Uh, you'd... He's not Victor Kayam, actually, if you look at the beard. He's the exact opposite of Victor Kayam. You're the, the anti-Victor Kayam. My, my razor group. is this good. I don't recommend you buy it. <laughs> um, you liked... So Mark played Fallout for us, but based on the very popular and very good... Um, uh, games, which were pinched off Wasteland, um, but still uh, and that, um, that that was a um, fan conversion for Genesis, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. That became oh no, yes, yeah, so it wasn't an official. It was a fan conversion, but um, we had fun until we had to name some of the freaking robots in the, <laughs> in the game. <laughs> but apart from that, Protectotron, 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 is it? Protectotron, Anyway. Don't, don't worry, I'm con- I can edit this out later. No, I'm, no till I'm not saying oh, I'm going don't. to. <laughs> Release it as a ringtone or something. Um, <laughs> right, so Roger, you um, you very much enjoyed it. Well, I, I don't know, tell us what it was about well, the system that appeals yeah, to you and made you want to run it for us. As you, as you say, um, there, I think there is there is a gap, at least in my perception, for, for a system that is fairly lightweight, fairly fast-moving, does, you know, adventure stuff. Um... And I, I thought I, thought I liked the way Genesis works. I wanted to try it from from the GM side as well, and yeah. So what what I ended up doing was taking the Serenity RPG, uh, the the official licensed etc. Firefly game. Mm-hmm. Well, one of them it got confusing, um, and I looked at the system of that and I thought, it really, it's not terribly interesting. It, it's it's a basic stat plus skill thing. It's not as broken as Savage Worlds, but it's not particularly smart um, and so I just converted it and it was very easy to convert mm-hmm. um, because the, the basic the guidelines or did you just do that uh, if there were I didn't find them um, right okay. just you know Genesis says a, an average task is this hard a difficult task is this hard 
far from right. it. Serenity says an average task is this hard, a difficult task is this hard. So, you know, that, right. that's it. And similarly with people's stats. And I, I do think it's a bit blunt that Genesis really only gives you five levels of anything. Yes. Um, five levels of what? Skill ability? Stat, skill, difficulty. Right. I mean, it's because it is a stat plus skill system that determines what dice you get to roll. Yeah. Um, the 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 note note I found when I was going through my Firefly notes is: do you take your stat plus skill? The lower number is the number of yellow dice. The difference between them is the number of green dice. Which, by the end of it, I was internalising. But that was the reminder I wrote myself at the beginning. Right. Yes. Yeah. That's. Would that mean that if you'd got a high, if you got a larger range of numbers for stats, would you be dealing with larger and larger numbers of required dice? Well, yes. I think that's why they deliberately <laughs> don't have too many dice. Yeah, I don't want to obsess about the dice, but I mean, when you're spending twelve, fifteen pounds yeah. for a set of dice that are required by the game, yeah. Well, that, that's the, the other thought nice... that you might have to get two sets is a bit. <laughs> I'm well, is there a way? Just as I say, is there a way of using normal dice? You would have to assign. You can. You just You'd need have to look it up on a table. You need to look up table. They do give you a look yeah. up table in the rule book. It would just if be you were if you were dedicated, ferociously awkward. Get yeah. some. Um, the thing get some blanks or some cheap polyhedrals and put stickers on them if you were. Yeah. You know. Um, so there are there are ways around it, but it's whichever it's way fast. you do it. If you do invite it, up. I mean, I well, to come to you then, John, because you were. I think it's no surprise that you weren't a huge fan of the system. I don't know whether you became more of a fan, but you found... You I enjoyed the games. Right, yes. The system, though. <laughs> um, well, what it comes down to me, uh, with, to me is that I found that the system slowed things down and was a bit more complex. And obviously, with time, you get more used to things, so that would speed up. Yeah. But it was a case of, what am I getting back... In exchange for that added, you know, expense, complexity, speed, whatever. Hmm. If now you've got a game that like is, that's almost identical to what you, to what I thought for M and M. Interestingly enough, okay. I carry said, on. Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. Also, well, yeah. If you've got a game like um, Hero System Champions, for instance, you've got a lot of complexity front loaded when you make your character. And the result of that is that you can have a very s relatively simple system to run. At its core, it's very simple. It's as easy as GURPS. You know, the, the core of both those games is very easy, yes. with tons of stuff around them. But because it's got a logic and has got things like um, small changes to the modifiers when you're in combat and so on, you then end up with a game that after you've got that character set up and you've gone through that complexity, the payoff is two martial artists with different styles can fight each other using simple rules, and they fight differently. You can play the Karate Kid finale if you want in, in Hero, and it will work out that one team can have moves and things that the other doesn't, because it's not in their style. Now, if you're not into you know, if you just want to sort of flip a coin to see who wins a fight, that doesn't matter. But that is an example of the sort of payoff that complexity can give you. Whereas yeah. some other other games, uh, there's one called Time and Time Again. It uses a D200, for example. Don't think anybody's ever come up with a reason why it uses a D200. It could just as well use a D100. So that's an additional additional step, additional complexity, no real payoff. Now with this, you've got two things. One. Just before we came on air, as it were, 
Uh, Roger was just checking around some of the online shops to see who's got the dice in stock. And what did you find, Roger? One set, one shop's got the Star Wars No Sign of Genesis? Yeah, and since yeah. this won't be coming out for a few weeks, and I'm, I'm planning to buy them as soon as we finish recording, I will say <laughs> that, that was Leisure Games. <laughs> I mean, I will point out we are under lockdown in the middle of a global pandemic that may be having an effect. Well, so, 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 so the say restock expected, to be fair. But right. is it having that much of an effect when you consider that, Mark, um, when you were looking for them, I think the Genesis dice were pretty new at the time and weren't available. They'd sold out everywhere. Well, they, and then you found I, that the Star Wars dice were cheaper my anyway. My memory was, yeah, that yes. it was more expensive. Yeah, the so. Genesis ones were out there, but they, but they were sort of 16 quid for the pack rather than 12 yeah. or something like that. Yeah, and, yeah, and, and, the, and you could now, get the Star Wars dice at the time for about a tenner. So. Yeah, to, to be fair, that, that is one thing that I, what I wish I'd done is create this chart, which I only thought of this morning, I, so which I is wrote, simply a, a look-up look up table for the symbols. I did, I did exactly that with a, a little... Um, uh, that's exactly what I did with my little um, my set of dice. Oh, yes. Because to, to clarify this for the, uh, the listeners home, <laughs> the... The two games, Star Wars and Genesis, use the same dice, but they use different symbols different to symbols. mean the same thing. Yes. Yeah, and because the, the, the so Star Wars, Star Wars dice, is more Star Wars we have, we have a little. So we were saying, you know, you could convert them, but you had a table. Effectively, at least for a while, I had to have a table to look up what the hell I just rolled anyway, and because yeah. of, at least for the Star Wars ones, I don't, I couldn't tell you what the Genesis ones were like because we didn't really see them. I, I didn't no. feel they were. Immediately intuitive. Oh, that's a good thing. That's about. There's like an explodey symbol. The yep. Star Wars. There's a, a vaguely imperial looking symbol. There's a, a space a, invader wearing headphones. There's one, what I keep <laughs> thinking of as as a Klingon symbol, but it isn't. It's exactly so like Caltron. I mean, they give you an idea that they're probably a bad one or a good one, but they're not. It's not intuitive. I don't know if not at all. The iconography so, could have been a lot better. Uh, so, did, are the Genesis ones clearer? Do we think, or is no. it just something? Not really, no. Used? So you've got so with the Genesis ones, I will, I will, uh, I, I shall, I shall pop my pack if you pardon the expression, and uh, and I will this show you, the, a, I will show you um, good dice and bad dice. Right. So there we are. So I'll use the D12s on the ground so they've got them all on there. So um, you have for a success, you have a little. And sun it's a, a sun, okay, yeah. Uh, okay. For a advantage, you a have sort of a Starfleet kind symbol. of Starfleet symbol, and mm-hmm. then for a triumph, you've kind of got the sun with a circle around it. Okay, uh, which I is so they're actually in many ways slightly similar to some of the symbols on Star Wars that mean different things. Mm. Oh yes, um, that's helpful. Yeah, I don't oh, think I don't think so. so. I don't think so really. Well, I mean, they're not massively different, are they? I, well, I but they like mean we didn't different play things. with the Genesis dice. You're probably not going to be playing with a mix, so that shouldn't be an issue. And that's yeah. a so, 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 so that's a, a um, that's a fail or an X, right. I suppose, um, yeah. Or and the uh, so I'm do, trying to do yeah, this. Yeah, the, the, the really bad shit. Is that that one's the, the threat. Right, so that, yeah. that's a threat, and then that one there is a despair. Yeah, I mean, they, they've I been mean, consistent I... because you know the, the despair yeah. is threat with a ring around it, the triumph the, 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 is success with a ring around it, that sort of thing. I, I think for me, as when well, as I think John, I, they're not immediately intuitive, at least for me. The icons. I think, I think, I think they're fine if you. So we've been playing. So, so with my other group, we've been playing this system now since probably since two thousand and twelve. Okay. Um, so, um, we've been playing it now for a long time, 
um, we know this we know what the dice mean and interpreting it is very easy um and Do you, you mean know... working out what you've rolled yeah so, so so the success fail is 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 generally 99.9% of the time that's the simple bit you've you've you've, you've I've shot you yeah. I've shot you this is how much damage you 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 now take um it's what you do with the advantages or the disadvantages and especially what you do with the triumph or the despair and the, the, and to a certain extent the triumph and despair is, is probably slightly easier because in essence that's a critical that's a critical that, that, that that's a critical good thing or a critical bad thing mm-hmm but if I've got two advantages versus three, you know, when I roll one time, what does kind of that mean? What can I do with those advantages? What does that, you know, what what does that give yeah, me? Yeah, that, that it was never terribly clear. Yeah. So how did you? Because you were you were both Roger and Mike. You're both sort of fans of the. Well, I, I, I'm I'm sitting on the fence, um, but I, uh, you were both fans of it, and, and John. Felt the dice didn't really bring enough to the game to justify their existence. Well, it, it, it seems to me that if if we're talking about the, the, the side effects, it's very like another thing we've talked about. Um, indeed, last time, um, mm. the special effects you get from effect points in Monsters Magic or the st- or the stunts yeah. in Age. The idea is so it's, it's to, to make we, things more interesting than just you succeed or you don't. Yeah, a, a we, game that we, we came, also had some problems with. Well, what, yes. yeah, what we came down with with Monsters of Magic was ultimately. We kind of defaulted. I, I do interject if I'm summarising too much. I think we basically felt uh, we defaulted to being like, oh, plus one damage or a slight effect. It, it didn't really make enough of a difference to the combat. I don't think we got the hang itself. of it. Yeah, we didn't seem to get um, it. So and, and I think Roger we... pointed out a really important point last time with Monsters and Magic as well. We were low-level characters... We weren't yeah. going to get anything more than a minor success. Okay. Yeah. Right. You know, so we were um, never going to get the because you're looking at the thing and you're thinking, oh, okay, so that's a minor success to that. But if I could yeah. get it up to there, but you're never going to get it up to there until you're three or four levels higher than you physically so, were. So Genesis but, is a slightly higher. Pa- Sorry, John. Well, I was going to say okay. So that yes, that is that is true, and you know, perhaps we'll go back to it and have a look. The thing with Monsters and Magic is it uses three d six. Get those out of a you know any get me Yahtzee or anything or buy them at a newsagent's. They're just ubiquitous, basically. Although ironically, ubiquity die are eight sided. Um, <laughs> so why does this game require all these different things? In fact, if you want to look at it even further, if you're getting all those different variations of levels of success and what it means. Hero Quest manages it with a D20. Well, I think I think the point is to decorrelate your level of success in the thing you were doing with the incidental stuff that go- that is going on at the same time. That's the advantage and threat. Okay. As I said, yeah, you're, you're, you're trying to get through the security door, and the success fail tells you how well you do that, while the advantage threat might tell you who wanders past while you're doing it, or whether you so triggered an alarm. You may or may not have realised it's there. But that's all figured into something like Hero Quest, where it's okay. You've got a a minor success there. The point is, in this, you you don't have to rate everything on on a single scale. You've got two axes, so you can say, yes, you got through the door very neatly, but the patrol saw you going in. It's the only one. I must admit, it's the only game I can think of 
that actually uses that has a good solution for the two axes of when we try age I think that, that tries something similar because that's doing things on your triple or doubles and triples on a very on a related note, the old D6 Star Wars system had a wild dice, and if you rolled a six, something very no, good. No, it didn't. And a, you're well, thinking of the, well, you're thinking of later editions of the D6. Yeah, later editions. Of it. <laughs> Originally, it didn't. The problem with that as huge I'm sure schism Roger in the D6 out, community. There. That's a problem if you've got a one D6 skill and it's a wild dice compared to if you've got a six D6 skill, I guess. Um, but I, uh, I, I, so it sounds to me like Mark and Roger, you both felt it did bring something more to the table. More than Monsters and Magic did, do you uh, think? It's, it's more to my taste to run. Uh, it's not, to, yeah, but I'm also more interested, yeah, I, I'm not, I'm not really looking for a, fa- a fantasy game because fantasy isn't the thing that I'm interested in running particularly. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if, 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 if you, if you gave you me Monsters think? and Magic for spacecraft, I might well be interested. But, more interested than... I mean, I don't want to get into but, but Genesis, I, I is, what's interested Genesis just, is here already and I have it, you know. Yeah. yeah. I suppose I just... We're, we're saying that they both try and do a similar thing. They make roles more interesting. So, so, so I, I agree, but I think Roger kind of mentioned the, the point before. Monsters and Magic, though it does the... the, the kind of sexy things, sort of, if you, do, if you roll really well or you roll really badly... But it's just one. But but it's just on one axis. Mm-hmm. So you're either going to do, you know you're either critically hit anyway, and also there's something else wildly exciting going to happen, or you failed. But you failed so my god, you failed so badly that this extra bad thing is happening. So it's more. It explains the criticals, and that, I think that's a really powerful mm-hmm. and useful thing. And I think again, as we were talking about last week, I mean it's definitely a, a system I'd like to go back and maybe revisit especially now we've kind of thought about it a little more um but the whole point of this is you then have another set of advantage versus threat um where it has nothing to do with the actual success or fail well it, it's loosely okay. correlated but yeah there is some because they're on the same so yeah, yeah, I yeah. Suppose, so you, you're more um, likely to, 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 you're more like if you're very good at something. In other words, you're rolling twelve-sided dice as opposed to eight-sided dice. Um, you're more likely to get a lot of successes and a lot of advantages than you are to get. Yeah. Um, okay. I, I'm going to interject with a personal opinion, um, even though I am the chair. That for me, I love the idea of that. I love the idea of oh, you. You pick the lock, but you broke your lock. Uh, you broke your lock pick, and uh, you hear the, you know the, the guards approaching, but you did succeed. I just, for me, those situations came about too often. I, uh, I mean that you uh, quite often you were succeeding with three disadvantages or failing with two advantages, and struggling to explain quite what the difference was between four disadvantages, but you managed it. And three disadvantages, but you didn't. And I, I, I really like the idea. I felt in practice, one, exactly as John said, it took a while to, and that may be just we were new to the system, it took a while to work out exactly what we'd rolled. And then it, there was another pause while we stopped to think, what, what does that even mean? That I, I got a triumph, but I got eight disadvantages. Or just to, uh, uh, to me, it was, it wasn't intuitive either to work out what you had. War, and I know we're all experienced role playing, you know, we can 
come up with solutions on the fly. I just when that's happening round after round every time that you do a role. Yeah. It's hard to be as innovative as you might think. One, That's of, the, one of the things opinion. I still have in my file is the table from, it says at the bottom, page 104, which is basically a, a quick checklist of things you can spend good points and bad points on in combat. Mm. Yes, mm. and I remember mm-hmm. looking at that quite a lot uh, during both our games. But, well, I, I, that's my opinion. Does anyone else agree well, with that? Well, I just could have asked Mark a question related to Go that. Which sure. Is, you've been playing this a lot. Yes. So you must have come across a problem that I run into, which I also find with games like Savage Worlds. If you're playing Call Cthulhu, RuneQuest, something like that, it's as easy as it can possibly be to get a rough idea of your chances <laughs> of succeeding. Uh, I was going to mention that too. When you have a look at this handful of dice, the GM (laughs) says, okay, you need to roll your such and such, that's so many of those, and you're rolling against this, which is so many of these. So I've then got to assemble my hand of dice, which I do, so many of the right sort of dice for what I'm rolling, so many of the ones for the opponent. Roll them, get them down, get the results. I haven't a clue, really, what my chances are until um, we've totted it all up. I just okay. look at it and go, I've got so, more dice than him, that's probably good. Yeah, I mean, so, 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 to a certain extent, that's not necessarily a bad thing. It kind really? of can... Well, so for me, I actually quite like that. I quite like, basically... So, I, so I'm so i going to try and push it. The other... Th- oh, sorry. However, I mean, there's, there's another set of dice that we haven't really talked about, which are the um, D6s, which are the boost dice... Or the uh, setback dice. Yeah. Um, and we kind of. So, for example, if I turn around and say, right, okay, um, I, I can see that there's somebody coming. Uh, I'm going to set up an ambush. Uh, I'm going to stop. I'm going to aim. And, and I know that they're going to come around the corner and they're going to be within this. So, I've got my normal success fail and whatever. But. The GM might well turn around and say, well, okay, we're going to give you a boost dice for the fact that you were aiming, and I'm going to give you a boost dice for the fact that um, you are, um, you know, you've set up the ambush point. However, I'm also going to give you a setback dice because it's dark, um, and even though you're aiming at species, you're not a character who's got natural night vision and so on and so forth. Hmm. And again, one of the useful things that we started doing, not so much with ourselves in, in, in this group, but within, within the other group, is, ah, I've got a, something's popped up on the setback dice. Um, so the darkness actually did affect me. And it starts okay, to be so you link help, it to the, you know, the condition. Um, the, neither of the aim dice uh, or the or, or the um, sort of situation dice for, for the fact that I've set up an ambush point um, actually did anything, but everything was fine. So so despite the dark, um, they come round in a slightly different place to where you were expecting, um, but you're still able to, to get the shot. And you're able to just maybe narrate it slightly better and slightly as, and as give, a, you a, yeah, give you a thing. Without um, complex probability studies, um, uh, Roger, <laughs> um, is it easy um, to admit? Do you understand as a GM? Is it intuitive to think if I add a setback dice, 
this is how much harder it's going to make it for the players. Well, on, only approximately, I'd say. On the other hand, this, this is one of the uh, effects of having a fairly blunt system, because it's a dice pool system. And if, if you think about something like GURPS, where you, you'd be applying, you know, minus one, minus two, minus mm. three for complicated things. Yes. Um, there, there's going to come a point where it's just impossible. Yeah. Whereas with this, and th- this is a genre thing, you can say, okay, the, the core difficulty is this, you know, this three purple dice opposition, fair enough. And it's raining, that's a black die. And you're tired, that's another black die. And so on. And, and I can, I can throw in black, black and, uh, these pale blue dice for good and bad stuff. And I'm never going to run off the end of what's possible. But is it, is it, it does it make sense to you as a GM, I'm making it this harder? Uh, is it, is it easy to improvise in that? Do you, yeah, I suppose it, it sounds like it is then in that case. Yeah, so I mean, so there is a, um, so with the, with the purple dice, um, if you're rolling one, it's, you, you're, you're trying to do something that's, you're rolling no purple dice at all, which there are times when you do that. Um, that's a trivial thing that you're doing. Okay. You, you know you're then why succeed, are you rolling? Because you know you're going to succeed, but how well are you succeeding? I mean, that could open a whole can of worms as to whether you're supposed to roll in a, in a game, a game yeah. system. Yeah, so I've got cans of worms right here, pal. <laughs> I think they're following the standard modern principle of if it's not really going to make a difference, then don't bother to roll it. Yeah, I mean, I they, 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 if, they there's do... a, if there's a potential consequence for failing, then it's worth it. Yeah, yeah. I, so, I have so... just found a probability calculator, so, you know, they are out there. Right. Yeah. But the, I think this, the point is, if someone's gone to write, and I think you, Roger, actually wrote something similar, <laughs> at least for John and I, it, it was not immediately clear. I, exactly. If I'm in Call of Cthulhu and I've got archaeology of 70%. However realistic that is, uh, it's very clear to me what my chances are of rolling. No matter what your shotgun skill you're going to miss, you know that in Call of Cthulhu. So, yeah, I, again, that was another thing about... I'm coming across negative. I actually, on the whole, was positive towards this system. But for me, that was another slightly... Count, I don't know about counterintuitive, but not intuitive... <laughs> Okay, so so, so so going back to your original question, Nick, you kind of get the feel for it. You kind of get the feel for uh, I'm going to struggle here. And mm. one of the other things you also you also have uh, that we haven't mentioned before um, is you kind of have, I guess, the the, the the Savage World Benny idea. You have a you have what's called story points. Um, yes, um, and um, I can do a I can turn do a story point, and I can. I can flip a story point as a player and I can um, make it so that um, my um, I'm so, so say for example um, as, as Roger was sort of alluding to um, your you have a stat and you have a skill the dip the, 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 the lower of the two numbers is the number of yellow dice that you're rolling the difference between is the number of green dice green that you're dice, rolling yeah yeah um, Again, it sounds quite complicated. Until you... Yes, it does. On the yeah. whole, than I, I, I will note they never actually express it that way in the rule book. They express, no, it, they express no, it in a much more verbose but but simpler way. Yes. <laughs> right. Okay. Yes. And, and I, right, the, what, the yellow dice are better than the green. Yes. And the so yellow it... dice are d12, and the, and the and the green dice are d8, and you can only get the critical success on the yellow the dice. The triumph or whatever on the... Okay. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we've done the dice to. 
death a little bit yeah. at this point. But which is, I will admit, that's not a feeling I ever got in the game. It <laughs> felt like we were constantly trying to do the dice to death. Yeah. Well, no I suppose that's something. I, I, so some of us I, really liked it. I, I, I was, know. I, uh, and some, uh, well, John, you, you I think just, now, you John, um, I, yeah. I'm going to go out on a limb here. I think, and one of the things that we we, we generally always ask at the, at this question of whether this is a good system um, to play online. I think if you'd been playing it at the tabletop for the two or three years that I'd been playing it at. Mm-hmm. And then went online. I think you would have had a far different experience. I would suggest I would have had an easier time out at it, but I think I'd still come to the same conclusion and the same feeling because I keep looking at what this game gives you back for its its um, particular setup of unique dice and relatively complex way of interpreting them. And and it is compared to many games. I mean, a lot of games it's like, oh, you've got a score of a 10, you've just got to roll a d20 and get less than that or more than Mm. that. You know, they're very simple swingy systems. But when I I look at what you get back from this game for that amount of complexity, I just keep thinking well, you can do this simpler. Why do they need to do it? And honestly cynically, I just think it's to look different and to make money from dice. And I I can't get that was a that. factor in there, because this is FFG. Yeah. Everything they and even before they got taken over um, and, and bought out by it's, I think it's an equi- private equity fund now that that ultimately owns them. But even uh, before yeah. that, they they were all about making money. Uh, yeah, and the, well, they are business, and, and also the look. Be I mean, negative. Well, I mean, no, to be fair, it, it, it is quite clear that there are some design decisions that have been made to make money rather than to make a better game. Yeah, yes. and that's where we feel uncomfortable as, oh, I, you know, we are in a capitalist society. Well, we were a few weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> we're barely in a society <laughs> at all this week. <laughs> how, how, however, while I would agree that that probably was, I, I don't find it the crippling problem that you do, is the short version. Yeah. Um, okay. I, I, I can accept that there are some downsides to it, but... Um, one of the downsides, as we were saying earlier, the, the dice are getting hard to find uh, because in January of this year, um, yes. FFG just closed its RPG development department completely. Yeah. So yeah. I meant to investigate this before, but unfortunately time ran away. So is that is Genesis dead now? No. Is, is anyone taking up? There, so there is no, there is so, no new stuff not. coming, apparently. Okay. Yeah. So tell me why it's why it's. There's a few other things I would talk about the system. They basically about they got rid of all the RPG people and it all closed down. But they didn't make an announcement as sort of what was happening. Whether they didn't know, I, I'm not sure. But information came out later that they in fact weren't getting completely out of that business. And I haven't right. looked into any further than that. So, so I don't know how is it it's still, still alive? Are things still coming out for it? So, 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 th- so there's a. There's, there's, another... a, there's an expanded player guide that's just come out, hasn't there, or am I... Yeah, yeah, so the adva- so, so there is indeed... Um, and in fact, As he turns to his shelf of Genesis. <sighs> the ad- advanced player guide, which actually, it's expanded player's guide, which is a complete load of rubbish because it's basically four GMs. Um, it's basically, oh. um, it's how to take us. It, um, you know, Roger was um, saying that, you know, he hadn't really got any uh, advice on how to convert something to... Um, yeah, into, yeah, into Genesis system or whatever it was. This is it's that that sort of thing is now in here and so on right. and so forth. Uh, okay. How to, how to create create your own setting and so on and so forth. And it actually is sorry, it's, Cortex, not Cipher. I get all these systems confused. Yeah. So it's um, still um, so it's still so, a live system. 
it's still a live system. Um, what's happening is that so there's both. So um, I think Fantasy Games they had two kind of main role playing systems, which were Genesis and then Legend of the Five Rings. Um, both of which are moving to, and I can't remember the name of the firm, but it, uh, um, it's. As, as Roger was saying, that they're owned by an equity release um, company now, and um, they've been moved out of Fantasy Flight Games into Firm X, I think. So they're That's now my... outsourcing their role playing. Well, they're, well they're... it's a licensing deal, basically. Right. Yeah. Okay. So the licensing deal. Yes. Yeah, so, so they actually own quite a lot of bits and pieces. So. I mean, obviously, so so their fantasy version is um, a thing called um, Terra, uh, Realms of Terranoth, uh, which, which again I have, which that again I do have on the struggle to find. I must. I, that, I suppose that's one of my issues with the world, the published worlds of Genesis. They're so so generic, like they're cyberpunk worlds. Which is yeah, crazy. well, the, this is a problem. They they keep it. At, as an obvious uh, IP protection measure, they've tried to shift from, you know, for example, doing the Games Workshop license to mm, doing yeah. stuff in Terranoth. But Games Workshop at least has a history of, you know, there, there is stuff going on in this world. It, it's maybe very dubiously homoerotic, but there is, it, there is at least some, <laughs> something about the world that is distinctive. Whereas Terranoth is... That. <laughs> oh, Warhammer 40k, come on. Uh, for, oh, for, no, 40, 40, 40k, 40K is, don't touch. No. 40k is very, very, well, it's not dubious, it's, it is, is it quite really? out there. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's quite, you know... It's, I, I, I certainly have quite, gay friends who, who, who were very happy about being represented until they realised it was probably being sneaked past the management. But, <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> the, 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 the point is, the point is, is how does it take to flavour? I mean, even Games Workshop Fantasy... Yeah, we, we, okay. It was to sell the, the, the Snotling miniatures, but they invented Snotlings and so on. Uh, whereas Terranoth I, is I, it's I, a generic fantasy that, world. Yeah. Anything that makes it distinct from a generic fantasy world mm. it cuts into sales, so it can't happen. I mean, so. they, they almost yeah. were created as distinct. Well, no, they. Sorry, sorry, guys, you're talking over each other. I can't hear. Well, Go Terranoth on, came from uh, their board games. Yes, which are, uh, well, both both things came from board games and, and, so and card what's games. What's called Shadow of the Beanstalk? Shadow of the Beanstalk, yes. Yeah. Uh, is, it just... an, is it Android? Is that the same thing as that? Yes, Android Shadow of the from... Beanstalk. There's a bit of a yes, yes, and no, because, because they licensed yeah. in the Netrunner game um, and made that part of the Android universe. It, yeah, uh, yeah. It was originally published by Wizards of the Coast. And then, then, then that stopped, and it's it's all got a bit confusing. And, right. and so they've been trying to disentangle. The, yeah, pe- people were saying, okay, we've got an Android universe here, and it's got this Netrunner stuff in it. And now, no, the Android universe has never had Netrunner stuff in it because that license has ended. Great. So, that, so apart from the gaslighting and the funny dice, <laughs> how are things going over in Genesis? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, can I just uh, we're moving away from the future, Jake, because none of us, I guess, really know. But it's not perhaps as dead as we. Well, as far as, far as I'm concerned, I, I, I don't sure. care about any setting they're going to publish no, that I know no, about. Yeah. Just so I mean, I, I'm just going to convert it, as I did with Firefly. Yeah, if I would just absolutely. point people to the basic book itself, and it's what, 258 pages it have got. Um, and I, I would say, actually, I really like what they've done with the style of it. It's, it's yeah. nice and clear. Yeah, um, yeah. It looks almost like it's done as a sort of a sketchbook or architect's it's draft sort of paper. It's sort of D&D third edition style. 
And incredibly, I've just just noticed that the graphic design manager is Brian Schomburg. So that's a connection to um, D6 Star Wars, because he used to work for West End Games. <laughs> mm. And he's the guy who ran the twerp superhero games with me at Gen Con for Lou Zocchi. Wow. So, hello, Brian. You're not listening. You won't know who I am because it's 30 years ago, but there you go. <laughs> um, so, well done. Excellent job on this uh, layout and everything. And it's all got the charts and it's yeah, clear and it's I, got I, nice, I like big, all, nice big I... margins. I've not got any objections to that. And from what you're saying, whether or not they stop doing it, I don't think the book is going to provide any problems. Does it have any huge holes, things that need to be patched by supplements? Or could you just take this and run what you want? Uh, pretty much, yes. Okay. Well, you both did. That neither of the, the settings you ran were official settings. No. Yours was a fan setting, and Roger, you just... Uh, I mean, it's a well-known setting, um, but you just converted it on the fly. Yeah. Um... The Firefly. The fire. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think we actually use them. I mean, there, there are rules for things like sanity blasting horror. Um, then they're, they're not used in, oh, okay. in, in either of the games we ran, but they, but they are no. in the book. I don't know how detailed mm-hmm. they are. Um, I, I think I, the, the thing is, what you've you've got this core mechanism. The, the advantage of a game that uses the same core mechanism for everything is the answer. The answer to how do I work this new thing into it is use the same core mechanism. So. Yes. It, yeah. The conversion was actually pretty darn easy. So I want to talk about something we haven't talked because we've fixated on the dice and the, the, the kind of the, the different <laughs> axes of successes. There I is another. The surface. <laughs> well, there is another aspect to the the game because uh, the rest of it is is largely um, working out how many dice you got from your stat pool and your skill pool. But there's also uh, they called talents or actually they're kind of special abilities like the old feats. Yeah, ta- they're called talents. Mm. They are talents, and they are special things that your character can do, which are variably powerful, but quite quite powerful, I think. Um, what, the kind of action movie to superhero level, or what? That's what they, they seem to be. I mean, okay. I, well, they, I they definitely go, go up in levels. That, that's another thing. As, as you were saying, it's a low-power game. We weren't using some of the really grunty ones. Yes, but like... even, even at the low level, they seem quite... How did we feel about Because I know... Some of us are not particularly keen on feats, for instance, because they mean if one of your characters can fire two arrows at once from a bow, it means no one else can unless they've got that feat. Is, it, is that the case with Genesis? No. So, so, so what it what it's what this Genesis generally will do is you can do a lot of things, but you might get disadvantages unless you have the abil- a, a certain ability to do that. Um, they also have um, um, kind of they've they've split wounds and stamina um, into two separate things, um, so they're actually two di- um, two different things that you need to track, um, and some of the things will um, help you with wounds. Some of the things will help you with uh, with stamina and so on and so forth, uh, and maybe allow you to maybe get a second wind in the middle of combat. Um, and so, and quite a lot of your feats will require you to be using stamina to power them, in, 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 if you so would. Your mana order. Yeah, okay. so some of them do strike me as, as. I mean, it's it's a bit mixed. I mean, I'm just lo- looking at a page here, and so, for example, you know, each rank of grit increases your character's strain threshold by one. Strain happens when you, you push yourself too hard or whatever. Oh yeah, and yeah. and that, that's that's a purely mechanical thing, and. Yeah, mm-hmm. if you want to play a tough guy, you're probably going to get that. And on the same page, I see this bought info talent, which is when you're making a knowledge skill check, 
you could use the talent instead to spend an amount of currency equal to 50 times the difficulty of the check in generic currency and automatically succeed instead of rolling. And that's not a, you know, I'm a tough guy. That's, okay, I'm actually going to modify the narrative a bit here and say I I bought some information about this in an earlier scene. Yeah, they have the potential to be a, a bit game-changing. Well, like, it's, yeah, but that, that's I, a, I'm not it's almost like a meta-currency that you could, you'd be sliding over a fate point or whatever and saying, my contact told me this, or in fact I had already prepared this. It's that kind of thing, but they're doing it with a with an ability that well, doesn't yeah, I mean, use I a think, regular yeah, meta-currency. What, what, what I think is the, these are the two very different sorts well. of abilities. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. That costs the same. Okay. Did you have any? Did they stick in your mind at all, John, or were you quite happy with that side of the? The only thing that strikes me about them is, um, because I think I was just sort of, you know, whatever the hell I've got on my character sheet. Who knows? Um, the only thing that strikes me about those is they don't seem massively consistent, as Roger has just demonstrated, yeah, I, in yeah. terms of how they work. And I think it's something with this system that, from what I've seen of it, I. I'm not getting the sense that there is this. There really is a breakthrough core that's sort of covering everything, because there are little exceptions to it here and there, right. and that gets me more that Savage World sense where I eventually gave up on the game. Well, you know, I'll still play it because it's still fun, but I've, we played it for years, um, from 2004, I think, about six months after it came out. And it was great, but we just discovered that Bennies were there to kind of paper over the cracks in the system, not to make the game more interesting. (laughs) Uh, And I sort of think, yeah, is is this, in a way, doing the same sort of thing? It's got all these little bits that are held together, but they're not they're not shaped from the same block exactly, you know? We haven't, so, we haven't done a Savage Worlds as No, we haven't. Well, <laughs> the well, reason we haven't is because it's more complicated online because of initiative cards yes, and things. Yeah, yeah, it's, that, not, it's not impossible by any means. That, that is actually uh, what, one of the things we had with this. Um, I can't remember how Mark did it with, with, with the fate points, or destiny points, whatever they're called. Story points, sorry. Um, yeah. you've, you've got a shared pool, and basically whenever the players spend one, it, go, it flips the GM side. Whenever the GM spends one, it flips That's the player's right. side. Yeah. Yeah, and so, so what I ended up doing was just um, look, leaving a row of them on the edge of the laptop when I was GMing, um, which meant at least I could see how many you had, but obviously the players couldn't. And yeah. for, for an online game, that's a bit fiddly. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I was sort of similar. I mean, my, I, I, I just had... Um, failed figurine prints, I think, um, in in in, in, in in a box that had two halves, and literally I would move them from one to another. So, but honestly, you, sure. you could get around that extremely simply um, if you didn't want the sort of roll twenty style, um, you know, computer versions of of things that actually deal with these problems. Just as way they've got um, roll twenty's got cards for Savage Worlds or whatever. We're on a video call. All you'd have to do, I suppose, is have something like one of those flip diaries where you just flip over the numbers and have it so that the camera can see it and then all the players can see the numbers as well. I yeah. quite like that. You know, or even a flip chart. That. It would be relatively straightforward. Yeah. On, on John, if I'd have thought point, of that, I would have done that. I uh, You can have that for free. Yeah, the, the problem was easy at the both... time, didn't really have the space for it, but yeah. I, <laughs> I remember Mark and Roger both as GMs kind of encouraging them um, encouraging us to use them because they're a fun part of the system that didn't 
Mm. Like, we're desperate. I don't remember having to be encouraged to use bennies in several words because you're always you're always having to use bennies because you can never roll what you want Because you're always to. failing. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. That, it's not got a lot of similarities with Savage Worlds, really. Well, Although, the, again, that is a game that I, I do feel um, the fact it uses different dice is not quite the clever system that it seems. Mm. Uh, yeah. Largely because of probabilities in Savage Worlds' case. Um, no, there's yes, one key well advantage dark. this thing has over Savage Worlds. You can only spend one story point for one action that you do. Right. Which... I mean, you, you can do that in, in Savage Worlds. You can spend more than one, but it's always a mistake. <laughs> yes. I'll spend I'll spend a Benny. Oh, I've just rolled crap. I'll spend another Benny. Oh, I've, I've now I've rolled crap and I've got no Bennies left. The problem with Welcome with to giving, my entire career as playing Savage Worlds. The problem with me of, of giving me as a player a limited resource is that I will finish any first person shooter with an entirely full ammo pack of rocket launchers and grenades mm-hmm. and because mm-hmm. I'm never going to use the fucking thing because I, now I'm scared. That... That's... That is exactly why I like Quags, the quick-ass gaming system, where its equivalent of Bennies are yum-yums, which are edible candies. Yes. And, <laughs> and you, you may have them. somebody who will, who will hoard his resources, but if he's got a sweet <laughs> tooth, the bugger is going to eat them, and I'm afraid they don't count anymore. Yeah, I, I would be all right yep. with some mini baby bells. Or yeah, no, well, we could, no. We could do that. Yeah, yeah no, anyway, I've, um, I've played Quags chip. once. I've played Quags once, and actually that happened to me. I did actually eat my... <laughs> I did eat the little buggers. <laughs> well, but of okay, course, that's so harder online. We've dissected the system a bit. Um, uh, as player, one thing we haven't talked about is that's because we've all played the system, I guess. As players, did it let us make the characters that we wanted to make, or did we feel forced or constrained by the system? John, was that... I don't remember feeling particularly forced. Uh, then again, I wasn't 100% sure what I was getting with the setting because I mm. wasn't um, very familiar with Fallouts, particularly. Um, no, I don't, I don't think I had any real issues with it from that point of view. Honestly, the everything about it, for me, really comes back to this thing with the, the with the dice and the probabilities and, you know, oh, I've lost one of my dice, what have I got to do? Buy another set? You know, things like that. <laughs> And, yeah, and, and so how it's, complex it's, it is for you against you in the commercialism. But you made yeah. the character. I, I suppose that would come back to your issue as well. That I've got this character, but I don't really know how that relates is to how, what my chance of shooting a robot in the head is. Or yeah, there are some systems that are very much geared. Uh, I think Fudge is probably the, the most obvious one. The idea with Fudge, people complain that you don't have much variation in what you roll, that it's very heavily weighted to the centre of a seven-step scale. Mm. Uh, and that's it's designed to be like that. The idea is that most of the time, if you're an expert swordsman, you're going to be an expert swordsman, all of the things being equal. Yeah, um, okay. yeah. Even if you're put on a, you know, on, in normal boots on an ice rink and you're in a sword fight... If you're up against a very poor swordsman who is, doesn't happen to be, say, an ice hockey player, all other things being equal, you're going to beat him almost every time. It's going to be exceptional for you to lose, and that's what it tries to do. And that either appeals to you or it doesn't. You like a swingy mm. system or you don't. But with this one, I don't know if it's a swingy system. Yeah. I never got the hang of that. That's fair enough. Uh, well, just, uh, I suppose the same question, really. Did, did you, could you create a character you liked, and could you tell... How good your character was from your stats was it was it easy to make? Mm. Yeah. Well, some some of that is the difficulty of the challenges, but um, I, I found a probability calculator. Uh, 
which I, I think hope... the fact that you need that might say something. You, you and I have very different approaches to these things, Roger. <laughs> that's what I love about the game. Um, yeah. But but my general feel is, you know, if if I've got points roughly equal to the difficulty of the thing, I'm going to succeed in it about half the time, and that seemed more or less to work. Um, the thing I did find a bit odd is it doesn't have character glasses exactly, but but I think the original it's it, it, it has archetypes, these archetypes, aren't they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. and there are. I mean, you, you've got six stats, <laughs> and the generic human has everything at two, and that's fine. And then you've got three specific choices, each of which raises one stat, lowers another stat, and gives you some sort of special ability. And yeah. it seems to me that, if, particularly if you want to be generic, it would be so easy to say, all right, uh, raise any stat you like by one, lower any stat you like by one, and pick from these special abilities. If, yeah. if in essence, okay, so, that makes sense, yeah. yeah. In suggesting the archetypes is, really are uh, something that's like an added complexity for no real reason. I, I, I found them a bit restrictive. I mean, I, I would much rather just to, just have had in here, a list of special they actually, powers. That's exactly, what, that's exactly what they do. The yeah. idea being I, that... I suppose um, it reads as a pick-up-and-play thing, but yeah. there are ways of doing it, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, the, okay, so so um, in, other, in other settings, because obviously we were playing... Um, um, either Fallout or um, Firefly, and mm-hmm. kind of mostly around humans and so on. In other settings, um, you might well have uh, bonuses or minuses uh, depending on what race you are and so on. Yeah. Um, so, for example, in the in the setting I'm currently playing, um, a friend of mine's converted Earthdawn. In fact, uh, the uh, the GM Chris that I was talking about, mm-hmm. and uh, he basically. Um, so I'm playing a Skrang, um, which are the sort of semi-amphibious uh, lizard people, uh, uh, which is great right to the point where now I'm up in an airship and I'm terrified of being of flying. Uh, but that's a whole <laughs> different story. Um, but um, I'm, I have bonuses in certain areas. I have negatives in another. And actually, daft as it's uh, because of the character type I'm playing, who's a talky character, who's also a fighter. Um, I've actually tried to um, even out all of my stats um, as much as I can because I actually kind of need I need to be good at pretty much every, everything. Whereas I don't really have a dump stat area, which is a bit of a which is which is a bit, <laughs> anno- which is a bit annoying because right. um, the idea it, it is very much a a game where they kind of do expect you to not need to concentrate on this area because the rest of your party will. Um, except that um, if you're a talky character, it's everything but the fighty stuff, and I'm playing a talky swordsman. Oh. So, <laughs> so it kind of, it kind of, I, I, I kind of, I'm running out. You know, I've, I've run out. In fact, intelligence, I think, is, is is kind of my dump stat. But even that, I can't be too stupid, um, which is mm. a bit of a pain. Um, but uh, yeah, you'd only only be fit to be president. Oh dear, bless his cotton socks. Oh. No, no. Oh. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's not think of reality for the minute. Um, yeah. for, for myself, I I found it a nicely broad system, uh, maybe perhaps too broad with the archetypes, but in the talents I found it a kind of a, a, a gravelly richness, like... Um, Who's the guy who sings Oklahoma? uh, Who's the guy who sings Wandering Star in Oklahoma? Uh, Lee Martin. Wandering Star and Oklahoma are two different things. Wandering Star is from Paint Your Wagon. Oh, Paint Your Wagon. That was Lee Marvin. Well, like Lee Marvin's deep gravelly voice, I found a certain richness 
within the nuts of the system that that, that made me helped me make a character that I was, I was happy with. I mean, you, right. you, I can still remember. I mean, your character is still um, the guy walking around with the, pulling the little uh, tartan shopping trolley <laughs> behind him, um, which which is still. Of all the things uh, you know that, that that I can think of for, for, for characters, yours is still probably one of the more unique ones. <laughs> whereas, whereas everyone else sort of went for dumb stats of I don't know maybe their presence or something. You went for strength, I believe. <laughs> yeah, no, I was what was I like the CEO of um, CEO of a major software company. Yeah, so so you actually could talk. You could actually, um, I think. Did you actually the hind legs off an Arcturian mega donkey? Yes, indeed, and I seem to remember. So there are actually. So again, my my character that I'm playing now, um, he can actually do a thing called scathing terrain, where basically, um, if he shouts at people, they actually can take sort of. I, I quite like kind that of damage in a way. Oh, a bit like my, a presence attack. I could, I could yeah. use yes, that in, in in combat. I, he could use that. I, he had some talents where yes. he could be like, "You're all wankers." You know, yes, exactly. Probably, that was it. Yeah. So it was, I seem to remember your character doing something similar. Um, yeah. I seem to remember you rolling incredibly in, badly and it never really working. But um, it, but in theory, you could do that. It was in th- whereas in Ashdown Cthulhu, for instance, I played obviously World War Two special agents. I played a, a singer because uh, I've watched Coco relatively recently. <laughs> yeah. um, no, no, and... you played a you you played a singer and that was great. And you played a character who had fantastic talkie skills and that was brilliant. And but you there, was a <laughs> there was a bit of a language problem. And then, um, and then the small, slight issue was the fact that we were actually going in up against Germans, and we were in Czechoslovakia, and you spoke neither language. No, no it was there. I was, I was all right. Afrikaans. Um, anyway, uh, but I, I, everyone's <laughs> second language of choice. Everyone's second. Um, yeah. Okay. So. Final thought. I suppose we should reach towards final thoughts at this point, or not necessarily final. But has anyone else, before we approach final thoughts, has anyone got anything else they'd like to say about it? I think John. I, I think everyone's feelings have come across. Come across so can, can, can I ask? Here. Can I give you some negatives that I think? So obviously oh, I've been. So I've been. I've, so I've been obviously the, the you know the cheerleader for it. Um, you're, you're basically the centrefold for Genesis. I, I don't think anyone will mind us saying. I'm not sure which of those two images I prefer, but let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> so, what a terrifying thought. Um, so, uh, so, 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 I, so, one of the issues I actually have with it is, um, and you can, ex- and, and, and to be fair, um, you can expand them out and you can make them more detailed if need be, if depending on the setting. But the base set of skills are quite limited. Mm. Um, right. It's a bit like um, so in so in GURPS you have an awful lot of science skills, or you can have science. Bank. Science. Yeah. Yeah. You know, or so. Do you mean lim- sorry? Can I say do you mean limited in that you feel there are areas they don't cover, or limited in the way that they don't they, cover they, their areas in enough depth? They they, they, they don't do. You, the yeah. specialised areas. Yeah, so, so so they cross over. So, for example, there are ways, and in fact, there is an actual quite good one called Ready Fight, um, which is all about uh, a martial about using Genesis with martial arts and so on and bits and pieces okay. and so on. And so on. But the gen- but the generic Genesis, you talking about your hero where you've got um, 
two different martial artists who have two very different styles and so on and so forth mm-hmm. that doesn't work with you know gen- gen- generic genesis no you ha- you are rolling um a bra- two brawl attacks and um you know you're you to be fair very few systems do differentiate between yeah. combat styles to that degree so it's it's not common yeah but 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 but, it, but to me it's a limitation to fighting characters or two talking characters is there a way to differentiate meaningfully between them or are you always going to pick the well, same well for, for talking you can because even even in the base genesis you've got five different social skills uh, I'm I just looking at the character sheet. Uh, charm, coercion, deception, leadership, negotiation. So at least three of those are, are quite general purpose. Yeah, you, you, you can charm your way through it, or you can try to strong arm somebody, or you, or you can flim flam them. And those not only are those different skills, they run on different stats. It's, it's, can I just is flim flam a sexual thing? Have I missed no. no, no, well, not the one. No, I mean, I'm, anyway. I'm sure it could be, but not not as default. Um, okay, I, I suddenly feel we've moved into sort of call my bluff. So, flim it's a cream-based dessert. It's a sexual perversion. What it's... is it? Is it like what Stephen Fry would do to you? Well, I mean, I suppose that's context-dependent. No, um, he just tells me to get out. I think. Yeah, flimflam, flimflam would be the almost is is the actual proper term for fast talk. Surely, yes, indeed. It is, it is no, the flimflam at least, man, at least in the right time and place. Yeah. Oh, yeah. right, okay. I thought it was like a Hugh Grant kind of, um, alright, uh, I didn't know why I thought that was sexual, other than obviously. Anyway, let's move on, let's move on, carry on. Where were you? Yeah, going? that hasn't derailed anything, that, Nick. Well, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> so yeah, so, so, so I think, so by default, they are. Now, now one of the things they actually do, and, and they actually do keep going on about in the core, core rule book is, if this is something that you, you know, if you are finding it too restrictive, just having a generic thing, by all means, split it out. Um, so, I mean, the, yeah. the, the classic example they they they, they give um, in the core rule book is um, if for most things in in modern or future settings, um, a simple computer skills is fine. However, if you're playing in a sort of cyberpunk netrunner uh, game, you probably want to split that out into at least mm. two, and possibly even three or four different individual things so maybe you're okay. a sysop you're a hacker um you're actually using it more for generic computer um sort of general use you're you know actual the hardware maybe side of it as well yeah. so so there's a whole load of that that that, 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 that you can do and, it, and and that's all fine but, it, but that's not the default. But setting. that's not the default. So, so, so the idea. So, if you if you're just playing default, it, it isn't. Um, and going back to, um, I think one of the things Nick didn't actually turn around and say, and actually was an issue when we were talking about now. But when 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 we had the email whizzing around and potentially, where it might have been yourself, Roger, um, the talents and feats concept of. It's one of the biggest for me. It's one of the biggest problems with D and D three point five stroke Pathfinder is mm-hmm. um, was the talent expl- was the explosion of those mm. um, and yes. okay. um, and the way you almost had to take certain ones in a certain order. Yes, exactly. Or your character yeah. became 
virtually unplayable at some levels. I mean, that's what I found. I thought, I don't want to have to do that kind of sub-gaming. I yes. want the character to be the way I want him to be, and then yeah. I'll play him. I don't want to suddenly yeah. find that he's no good it's at like anything. You haven't got the right, the build, the right build. Yeah, for your, right build. For your, yeah. Not you know. my kind of game. A lot of no, people like I, it. I that's great. Agree with that, yeah. So you don't feel that this falls into perhaps that, I think, I, I trap think, is the wrong thing. I but. think, I think, it, I think it could easily. Um, I think it is. I think that's one potential area that um, I think it would be very easy for them to slowly get an expansion of. Um, of, of those, and suddenly. Well, you've been playing for eight years, and they haven't exactly poured out the supplements, have they? So uh... no, exactly, and and to a certain extent, I mean, this is it's, it's, so it's going back to what my when when Pathfinder first came out, and I looked at it and went, oh, okay, what they've done is they've taken all the three point five bits and pieces, and they've streamlined it all, and they've made it, put it into one book. Brilliant. God, those were the days. Yeah, brilliant, great. Okay. Okay. And, and then and then they brought out the expansion one, which made it a bit more complicated. And then they brought out expansion, 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 and suddenly they were back into exactly the that's same problem that's that they, why the, the, the expansion well, that they at, were at fixing this, in the first place. At this point, what you really want is a dead system. Yeah, yeah. Be- because at least they're not point. producing Except more stuff. Except for when for it, it comes to finding new players, because for some reason people <laughs> think if the system isn't actively supported by new product. For some reason, you can't play it. That actually seems to be a, a genuine feeling in yeah. in some areas. I don't, yeah. I don't really follow it. it but then it, I've it, got it a shelf gets... full of fantasy games and limited games. What the hell do I know? <laughs> it, it gets worse than that. I mean, I, I get people telling me that GURPS is dead because they don't see it in their local game shop. Because, when in fact, because, they're still producing stuff. And yeah, most of it is coming out just as PDF at the moment, and there's the yeah. occasional print run. Um, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. I, I think one way to solve. Well, all of those problems. It's just to select your game, as we have. You know, mm. we're, we're none of us power gamers, really. So it doesn't really matter if we don't play the right build or whatever. So mm. you just find in any system, there's going to be ways to abuse it or play it that abuse it. Perhaps the wrong way, but play it that are different to how another player would. I don't know that that's a particular problem to genie size. I, I haven't played enough of it to find out. I, it's certainly been my experience that if if you get Experienced versus novice GURPS players, and you and you don't hold hand handhold the novices reasonably effectively, then it's, yeah. it's altogether too easy for a novice in, acting entirely in good faith to end up with a character who's going to be second best at this and second best at that and have nothing they're really amazing at, which is which is dull for them. Or end up quite good at you know very good at one thing but not have any breadth to the character. Well, yeah, uh, because they just focused of, it a bit too much. As, as a as a child, my experience of GURPS um, was everyone. There was a particular sort of gamer who would always pick bloodlust and no sense of humour as they advantages, <laughs> and that was it. it just you you knew that it probably weren't the kind of person you wanted to, to play with. But they weren't for them; they were just how they played anyway. So it yeah. didn't really matter. It was just a bit. Um, so I'm right. It's like the people who get hunted in Champions. It's like, of course you've hunted. Everybody's hunted in Champions. <laughs> exactly. So to, to get more or less back on topic, it may be uh, that it may be that there are things like that in Genesis. I haven't found them yet, but we haven't played that much. So. We didn't play yeah. a lot. Yeah. So, well, I suppose on that topic, it seems, um, so, seems robust. Before before I get to that, that would would there anyone anything else they want to raise about Juni size? No. no, I mean, I, like I say, I mean, you know, I'm still playing it um, in. And you know, as we swap over GMs and bits and pieces in my other thing now, it's kind of become our default system. Um, right. And 
so uh, we've played um, kind of a sort of non-Cthulhu Cthulhu style game. So we kind of play the horrorish type 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 game um, in um... <laughs> a non-Cthulhu type Cthulhu style game. Well, uh, okay, nineteen twenties non-horror Cthulhu. Non-Cthulhu uh, so, horror. Oh, non-Cthulhu horror. Uh, okay. How, <laughs> so, how did it work for that? Was it vers- versatile enough? For um, that? Yeah, I, 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 that w- that was all right. Um, I, I mean, I had, as, a, I a, as a, a very issue... cock addict, to me, that would um, I, I would think you'd have two powerful characters, but that's just me liking cock. Yeah. Um, so. I mean, I suppose the difference is is that um, your cock characters generally die off relatively frequently. Says he, whose character died at the end of uh, uh, the the, uh, the our last. Uh, that was spectacular. Oh, I mean, if, if you're going to go, yeah, if you're going to go out, I mean, you know, sort of, um, ra- you know, ramming the car into the main baddie. I think it was it was a yeah, good way. I to mean, play. he really did pedal to the metal. It was. It oh was yeah, Edwin right died. I genuinely forgotten Edwin. Died. Edwin Edwin died spectacularly. <laughs> oh, steering column through the old uh, thoracic yes, cavity. Yes, indeed, yeah, yes. Yeah, I <laughs> oh, yes. Sorry, yeah. To but that. converse com- conversely, he he died he he died in the way that he, I mean, put it this way, he died if, as he lived. Yeah. Put it this way: if, if he could have put, if, if if he had could, if he could have put a machine gun on top of the bonnet, he'd have he'd, 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 it would have been perfect for him. But but are you suggesting that uh, in Genesis, if that happened, uh, the crash would have been followed by him rolling out through the windscreen onto the bonnet, drawing his pistols? And, you know. Yeah, I think possibly in some ways, it's it's. It, I think Roger is it more of, cinematic than it is. Very, it is, is yes. So, well, so, so, can I, so can I just pick up on that because we've we've t- we've compared it with Savage Worlds a bit, which and Savage Worlds is heavily marketed as far as anything is marketed in role playing game as a kind of a uh, a two fisted pulp kind of uh, uh, you know fast furious fast fun, furious yeah. fun mm-hmm. is exactly how they market it. I I'm not. Oh, I wasn't terribly aware of Genesis. I wasn't aware of it being marketed at that sort of level. It's personally. it's 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 not. But it feels like it plays. I don't in that know how it's marketed way. at all. I've never seen no. anybody talk about it except you guys. Exactly. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. I suppose I'm at a similar So one, honestly, I think that's because of Star Wars. Yeah, but that's it, the thing. it wasn't it, marketed as Genesis because it was the Star Wars it, system. Yeah. I think so. It, so is everybody it kind of knows at what that sort getting. of level. Mark, would you know about this? Yeah. And, so, and so, do so, we so, think so, what sort of level do we think it? I think we probably. Is it fair to say we all agree it's that sort of level of game? Yes, it's it's very much it's a, it's a, it's a fast. Well, I mean, okay, I would argue it's fast. John might disagree, uh, but uh, to me, it's Good a fast. That, yeah. um, you get um, your. I think I can remember in our in our Earth Dawn campaign that we're playing at the moment, we've had one combat that lasted. More than about four or five rounds worth of thing, and and to be fair, that particular we we that was um, in essence an end of level bad guy style right. style thing, and 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 so that actually that, that we actually had a whole evening where just the fight with him was was the overall thing. We've had another one where um, I don't know whether you know the Earthdawn horror. Concept, but we 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 came across a horror 
um, and um, it took us a, it, 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 it took us a whole a, a, a whole session to run like hell um, so do, do we think at that sort of level of game I think so for me assuming so it's supposed to I, be that level of game yeah, does it I, work I, I think it works and it works extremely well at that okay Roger, I, would you? Would you? Uh, sorry, Mark. Okay. <laughs> Roger, would you feel the same? Yeah, about ba- that? based on my rather more limited experience, that that was the feeling I got from it. I, w- I would like to try some more. Maybe, maybe not in Firefly, um, but certainly in in some sort of pulpy high action setting, uh, I, I would like to give it another shot. So we feel it's more cinematic style than than crunchy. Yeah, yeah so I, that's what I'm I looking got the for impression. Anyway, so. Something like. Um, if you're talking like from a Die Hard point of view, it didn't seem like the later Die Hard films. It seemed more like the early Die Hard films, right? Where okay. it's um, you know it's 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 action hero cinematic perhaps, but it's certainly not it's superhero not. cinematic as a default. Okay. Yes, and as such, what, what do you feel about that, John? I mean, you've played other cinematic games. Did you feel? Yeah. I know you yeah. had your reservations, but do you think it works? Well yeah, but my reservations that? aren't necessarily with um, what it does. Mm. Uh, it's very much with how it does it, right. and what I think is a a really unnecessary way of achieving a result. I don't think that I. I mean, I would never run this game. No. Because I, I, I just don't think that the specific dice, it's, it's, it's damn clever. Yeah. Very clever. But it reminds me a bit of the one roll engine. I don't know if you've seen that in games like Wild Talents. Where you are rolling, literally, you roll your dice. Mm. And it gives you sort of everything in the height yeah. and breadth, how yeah. you read the thing. Yeah. And it's incredibly clever. And I think, yeah, terrific. Okay. Um, it's perhaps a bit too clever. I'm not really <laughs> sure I need that. And it's it's great, but they they even say in Wild Talent, it's um, it's trivially easy in this game to make a character who can snuff out the sun. Don't, <laughs> don't do that because it's not so, fun. Please, please don't do that. <laughs> and that's <laughs> fair enough. You know, mm. I, I don't I, mind I, I, them being know, honest. Games like that. aren't. You know, this game good, isn't like that. I don't think no. you could make a character who can snuff out the sun. Um, although who knows? Because the probabilities are absolutely opaque. I have no <laughs> idea. <laughs> They really aren't that bad. I, I, I mean, and, no, and once just, you've been I playing feel... for a while, you do actually get a feel for them. Right. You know, I'd made a character who seemed sort of perfectly fine and it played pretty well, and yeah. I, I didn't feel he was particularly good at anything. And I don't. Well, you were reasonably, you were reasonably competent in quite a few areas. I seem to fail a lot when I thought I shouldn't, but that's so... not a reflection of the GM. That's you know, that is just how. Well, here's what these roles mean. Some closing mm. questions before we pass uh, judgment. <laughs> then, um, wait. Do we judge games? No, we don't. I'm, uh, this, isn't, this isn't people's court. It's not even a court of law, a lower court. Um, John, did you have fun playing it? And did the system either get in the way or not? Uh, absolutely, despite the system not just getting in the way, but actively attempting to drag me down, yes. I, I enjoyed playing the games. Yeah. Okay. Uh, if we'd been running them with a different system. I would have enjoyed them a lot more because okay. I ju- it just it genuinely got in the way. So you would rather not play it again? Is there... I will play it again. Yeah. Okay. But it's going to it's always going to be there. work for me <laughs> trying to overcome that. Okay, what the hell do all those things mean? No, and I think it's extra steps uh, and extra complexity that doesn't pay off in the game. And I, I'm 
I know it can be done a different way because there are other games that give you very similar results without, you know, bespoke dice and so on. And okay. so I think you've answered good. the question: Would you, you would you GM it? No, never. No, no. Okay. there's no need well, to. I can do it with other things. All right, Roger. We'll, we'll come to you. Did you enjoy? Are you played and GM'd it? Did you enjoy both or neither? Did yes. The system help or hinder? Um, I, I regard this as one of the systems in, in my toolkit of things I will consider when I'm deciding what to run a game in. Um, okay. I, I, I can't remember whether I've mentioned it to you guys. Um, I am generally, much as John is looking for an interesting fantasy system, I'm looking for a vaguely action-friendly, vaguely cinematic, quite lightweight and fast-moving system that will handle modern and near future and other things as well, but that's what I mostly care about. Hmm. Uh, and does this do it for you? And this is, it's not the perfect answer, but it's quite close to that space that I'm trying to get into. Okay. And so, you know, if, if you, if you said to me, you know, run Firefly again, then I might well use this again because I like, I like this for Firefly. Uh, okay. Right. I, I would not use it for a serious game about uh, colonizing space in the, in the next 50 years. No, but you'd go, you'd play GURPS for that anyway. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, not being funny about it. I, you know, we, at the end of the day, we the, the lovely thing that we that, that we all have as a well, possibly exception of Shim, but 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 the four of us anyway, we've all played GURPS. We've all had reasonably good experiences with GURPS. Mm-hmm. We're all aware of the limitation of GURPS, and you know that that the, the, there's an awful lot of it, it, it. It's actually quite difficult to GM it. Without it being a, becoming a, a massive um, book, um, you no, know, I, book I, session, but... I, I am not. I am in no way au fait. In fact, I, Roger was jumping up and down in horror when I GM Flight Thirteen. But I found it. I find Gertz relatively simple to GM, relatively intuitive, because I understand what I mean when I say get a plus one, get a plus two, get a plus three, which is a lot of what the GMing Gertz is about. Whereas, I for me. So I'm going to answer my own questions here. One that I, I did very much enjoy both games. I I enjoyed mm-hmm. the system because I'm shallow enough and materialistic enough that I enjoy rolling dice and I, I like interesting results. But it was with qualification that I I found too often I got a success with n disadvantages, which I didn't really know what that meant, and was struggling to explain it. But I did enjoy the system. I had a character that I liked. I would certainly play it again. Would I GM it? I, I would consider GMing it as well. So I, I'm, you know, and I certainly preferred it to. I, I don't want to kick Savage Worlds further in the nuts after it's collapsed on the floor. I'm going to be playing it on Sunday. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I would play in preference to Savage Worlds for this sort of game. And I would not, if someone proposed a system, proposed a game with Genesis as the system, it wouldn't actively put me off. It would slightly attract me to it. So that's the Actually best not. I can say. Can I just, do you happen to know if there are designers' notes available for this anywhere? Because something that I always loved to the game is when you get designers' notes. Now, GURPS had a whole series of things running up to the release of Man to Man and GURPS, mm. and really good designers' notes. And there have been plenty of games where I've looked at them and thought, you know, if I actually knew what the designer was aiming at, I'd have a better idea of if he's okay, done this so, deliberately. So, so I don't know whether there are notes per se, but if you were to look at the Order 66 podcast mm. and the... Uh, what's the D20... What's the... 
they're on the D20 radio um, and there's a similar one for Genesis except that it kind of all imploded because the uh, um, one of the main guys disappeared off to um, do something else but uh, but they actually were getting on a lot of the Fantasy Flight games oh, okay. uh, guys and, 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 and that was quite interesting with them with them talking about we did this because of that right um, so yes the, 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 they're well worth a listen and they're also maybe worth a listen for um, giving um, so, so, so there are quite a few um, I mean there's a whole area that we, we haven't touched on because we haven't actually played it at all the way that magic works is very mm-hmm. very very freeform in, um, in, in, in Genesis and potentially maybe a little bit too much for some mm, people. That's put me off it slightly. Having played Mage the Ascension, <laughs> there are such a thing as too free for. Yeah, um, well, it's 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 more like um, Ars Magica um, in its um, in the fact that you can you can turn around and say, right, this is a shape that I'm having as a spell, but if well, I want to do guess... something else. Um, I can Mark, almost Mark, be. I'm going I'm to come against you last, as they say. Um, what, uh, uh, Nobody final says thoughts. that. So I, I say it. Uh, final thoughts on, on, on Genesis. Okay, so Genesis itself. Okay, so I obviously I enjoy playing it. Uh, I enjoy running it, though. Um, I'm very aware that John not enjoying it, and and I was very towards the end of my uh, of running. Um, the fallout i was very aware that uh, roger was all right nick was all right john wasn't having as much fun in the actual um w- because of the dice yeah. and yeah. because the dice were i thought i was a much better actor than that no 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 no, <laughs> no because because you were because you were fighting against the dice and and, and I, I i i fully accept accept that it's not for everybody if i were i to run it again i probably wouldn't run it with you guys unless it was a system that I thought really only worked for Genesis. Mm. Right. But I would actually take another thing off. Give me another exam, another good example of something that actually has the um, X Y um, to a certain extent right, X Y Z. With the uh, with the dice, and actually, I do like the fact that you can succeed, but end up basically. So, we'll give you an example of of you know you you, you know you shoot the guy, and you've suddenly realised you look around and you've just come out of cover to get that to get that shot and. Uh, it's going to be really easy for everyone to shoot you next go. Well, can I uh, grab your tool there and say, for instance, that in Call of Cthulhu, my my um, my base on dish, um, yes. uh, you know, you could you could do a similar thing if you had a sixty percent hide and you got fifty nine. You know, there's a way of saying you have succeeded, but it, it it wasn't brilliant compared to you getting a zero yeah, three. Yeah, I, I think the point of the Genesis is, is to decorrelate that. So you've got yeah, you've, you've got the I've done this superbly or I've done this terribly, and yeah. not I, I not directly I, attached to that. You have the other complications. I, I yes. take your point, but you, what you could take, for instance, if if you wanted to be uh, as an imaginative GM, you could take a fifty nine under sixty, for instance, as a 
as a success with some disadvantages. Or, I would say that's an interpretation take... of the rules, though. You're not picking... That's not what it does. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You're choosing to add. But, I, but I, on the other hand, something would be closer it, it, would I would be... say... It's doable. And, and yeah, similarly, I... a 63 over a 60... It could be a failure, but it was actually it was a near failure. Do you know what I mean? It, it's not yeah, impossible. But, yeah, to that, do that. that's not what this is trying to do, though. I, th- I think a closer model would be say you you roll you roll your percentage dice in Call of Cthulhu, and you also roll two or three fudge dice. Yeah, and the pluses and minuses on those tell you about good stuff and bad stuff I that is happening and similar your roll. Is realistically. The, the actual result you get, like you're you're hiding from someone, right? And and you hide, but you stand on a twig, or you hide, but actually the guard is much closer than you think, or you, you fail to hide, but the guard has lost his glasses, and so he doesn't necessarily see. All of those outcomes could be produced by a linear yeah, system. Yeah, th- those aren't and the ones. Yeah, they're, they're, you know they're they're they're, that, they're not that... they're not they're not impossible to reproduce with a linear system. And a GM who knows your character in the situation. But you're, but the you're then... What, what this gives you, I think, is just an extra... It makes it, for me, it, made it, it makes it a little bit easier to GM. Right. Or it makes it a little bit easier for me to, to narrate my character. Um, and maybe give them a bit more depth, a bit more oh. breadth, if you would. Um, is it that far away from let's say you've got uh, you roll to succeed or, or fail so you roll and you get yes that's a success yes and that's a great a success and here's a little bonus yeah. yes but you know you've succeeded yep that's gone great but something's happened like you've opened the door but you realise that there's actually someone in the room you know that's yeah, 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 and then you've got the equivalent nose because when you look at it from that point of view, the FU system, Freeform Universal, does it with a one d six roll. Um, uh, yeah. And this is where I have the problem: how much extra am I getting? I, I think I'm these extra there, rules. That, that these are these are things that can be done with a linear system and yeah. a little bit of imagination. Well, yeah, I mean, you, in essence, if you go down the sort of wild card die of um, you know, and, and you, you know, you you roll low on that, you, you don't, it, it, you've succeeded, but not done so well i mean it's, it's basically it's anything really that gives you the x y what what i think this gives you is a, is a more so 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 the other systems that i've seen with this um with 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 the, with the sort of with the, with the second dimension tends to be you're just rolling a side dice with it mm. and if that goes if that's got a high number or depending mm. on whether whether it's high is good low is bad like the wild dice um you, you know, high number is generally good, low number is generally bad, um, and to a certain extent, you know, that was never really part of the overall thing. Or possibly that's the way I've been the way, the way that, that might have been how people have GM'd it GM'd it for me. This because of the way that the advantages disadvantages are part of the over are, are, are sort of mm. built in. Are just as important as the successes and fails, and it became it becomes a far it. more. Um, whereas, say, if you, it becomes a far more sort of you know even um, axied um, X Y, whereas the other ones I've seen have been more more more, more minor. But but again, yeah. you know, I think that might be maybe how 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 I've 
played those other games rather than um, sort of limitations, you know, of, of the actual systems that I've played. I suppose it's how much you want, blowing the devil's trumpet for a minute, I suppose it's how much you want that codified into your system compared to how much you're happy to kind of improvise it with it. You know, in, in, in Genesis, I felt, and I overall was positive, I felt there was a bit too much of this is a yes but result and you have to come up with that yes but and this is a yes and result. Whereas in in Hall of Cthulhu, I, I, I or the players will understand why I've modified my, you know, if, if you've only made it by 1% or 2%. You'll understand why that might be a yes, but result, but I don't have to. I, and I, I, I think for me, but you're was, feeling this is a mechanical guidance that you don't need personally. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think that's a very good way of putting it. Um, if not in a sexual context, um, generally uh, no. no, no, no. Okay, so uh, I, there, there again, is certain the record, elements of taste here. I mean, I, I usually don't get on with systems that say. You know, now now stop playing the character for a bit. Step back, be the author for a bit. Decide about, decide what complication might affect mm. your character. Yeah. That's normally a thing yeah. I, I don't like at all. With Genesis, it just kind of fit, fitted for me once I'd started right. playing it. Okay. Because uh, it's a more cinematic been, game, you think? Because it's not entirely, or just you're not sure why? I, I don't know at this point. I mean, other people clearly okay. don't feel the same way. For, for me, it did seem to fit. Mm. I like. I mean, I liked it. I played. I, I think. Three out of four of us did, one out of four of seven. I, there's no right but, or wrong but, but answer. But to be fair to John, you know, I mean, I don't think, as John Here's said, yeah, to be <laughs> fair to John, John didn't dislike it so much that he'd never play it again. He found it clunky and he found it that he was try- He was looking at the dice going, what the hell do these mean? But to a certain extent, that that was kind of the up, the upper limit to to, to yeah, how much honestly, you disliked if somebody, it. You know. If somebody came to me and said, "Right, I've got a, a Pathfinder game, D and D three point five, because I don't really see the difference." No, um, and they said, "Here's here's the uh, pitch for it. Do you want to play?" If it's an interesting pitch, yeah, okay, I'll go with that. Despite the fact that I can never remember are the are the uh, ads already connected together before you get the final number on the character sheet or not? Or, I, I, I just find it you know, too much stuff for what it gives you back again. But I would still play it in those games, despite the fact I know I'd be stumbling through and spending far too much time looking at my character sheet because the pitch sounded good and mm. I know it wouldn't be a disaster of a system. And that's kind of where I am with this. It's like, yeah, I don't think it does anything that other games don't do and I think what it does it's kind of fannying around at mm. but it does still come with the results it, it, it's not crazy, it's not like you've got a guy who's supposed to be a you know, a beat cop, but he can't catch, uh, you know a 14 year old's would-be mag- mugger chasing him down the street, despite the fact that he's supposedly a, a fit beat cop yeah, you get systems that don't let your character do what he's supposed to do and this, this, this pretty much seems to do that mm. so overall yeah, I enjoyed the games. I'd play, I'd play this again. It would never be my first choice, and I can't see a point for me learning to run it for me. I feel that way about some systems, not all. We've been, for the last few minutes, we've been circling around Ben Gardner's boat without... Like vultures. ...steaming him <laughs> for the attack. Um, I think that's that's probably covered most of our opinions. Mm. At this I think point so, yeah. There's, there's one very minor thing I'd first like to mention, just, 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 just as one extra thing. Yes. Um, and that is one thing 
I either like about it or I don't like about it, depending. <laughs> is is the... I can't see this wrapping things up, Mark. No, no, no. Okay. So, right, okay. So, in in, my, in our Star Wars game, we got over a thousand um, experience points in. Which, bear in mind, you get 10, 10 experience points per session most times. We played it for a very long time. Hmm. My fa- over a thousand experience point character. Um still had areas that he was crap at and even in his areas of strength occasionally he'd fail mm-hmm. okay. whether you like that so you or don't like that okay. now I personally quite like that and I think that's I think to me it's one of the actually one of uh, Genesis's strengths yeah, is the fact that um, with the weird dice occasionally the dice, you know, you, because you're only rolling at them normally uh, five dice four up to five dice against um, six in Star Wars, but that's a uh, that, that's a minor thing. Um, you um, you can still fail. You can still not do brilliantly. You can still now. It might be that 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 that, that because you're so good, the failure is mitigated, but it's right. still a fail. I I would say you guys are very capacious bladders. I mean, because I've been trying to wrap this up for a while because of an urgent need to make sure. Um, but... I, I would say you tend to refill your glass rather more. Oh, I the rest see, of I see. Um, <laughs> I just, I, I mean, I've already been for this is a peek behind the urinary curtain, but I've already been for for two two urinary, urinary breaks, bio breaks. Um, but uh, given that the uh, biological need is hi. Encroaching upon rupture. But actually, no, um, that make, that reminds me of a point about the game. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm going to draw this session to a, uh, a a bladdery close. Uh, I I feel we we we've carefully dissected. Oh my god, I really need a piss. Um, I, I, I'm not sure we've come to any real conclusions, but but I think we've. I, I think. Oh, no, I don't go, know if we go, need to. I mean, it's go, more go, of a so. of no, a cooling just... ice bag on the groin, really. <laughs> <laughs> we, we've, we've dipped a toe into the trickling waters Yay! of Genesis, I feel. <laughs> and, uh... I think we've we've covered the uh, the, Let... the, the the waterfall of opinions. Oh, I'm actually going to wet myself. Um, <laughs> and at this point. Uh, we've had a shower of opinions. You know. I mean, it was it wasn't all golden, but I think we've definitely made our opinions clear. Thank you, everyone, for listening uh, thus far. Thank you, everyone, for talking. Nick, n- nobody's so stuck much. through it this far. To be no, they haven't. But you know, well done uh, if you did. Um, and yeah, we right kind of like it. Reward. We would we would generally play it again. Some of us would run it again. Some of us would play it with reluctance, but we've got the dice now, so you know we've got um, a, a fantasy <laughs> of some cost involved here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's good. I liked it. Um, I played again. I would consider running it. Um, uh, two other of us would. One of us wouldn't. Oh, sorry, I thought you what needed a piss. You, you, you seem to be. Uh... Well, now I'm talking. I, I have actually gets myself sufficiently it releases the pressure. Uh, aroused that I that, don't that warmth. Of your own voice, <laughs> you're getting that kind of just trickles in. Yes, it gives me a kind of strange release, a warm <laughs> feeling. Oh no, no, <laughs> um, right, okay. 
Good night. I don't know if we say on, on air. Are we on air? I don't really know. No. What we're going to discuss next, or we should we say We have that? no idea what we're going to discuss next. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> not really sure what we discussed this time, you know. I, don't, I, think, I, just... I think one of the things we could do with discussing, um, partly because... <laughs> <it's>... <laughs> oh, the humanity! <laughs> Sorry, I, I will shut up. I, I, I won't wind you up, Nicholas. Oh, <laughs> no, no, all I was going to say is Forgotten Futures needs to be... We, we oh, yes, yes. Forgotten Futures. Well, I've got to... We, need, no, we definitely need to discuss that because we need to discuss why we like it and we all, why we all like it. Yeah. Yeah. Strangely, because it's very... Uh, yeah, anyway, yes. Okay, well, so talk maybe, about maybe Forgotten next Futures time. next. That is a good... And we've all, yeah, we've all rocked it against our GMing... Uh, uh, yeah, let's just stop work. there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Hello. Good evening. And bollocks. Th- thank you for uh, for taking your seat on the throne this evening. Uh, Nick. <laughs> oh my god! Stop! Stop it! Make it stop. That's the end. Goodbye. <laughs> Go away. Bye. Bye. Okay. Good night, all. See Cheers, you Tuesday. Bye. Cheers. Bye. Cheers.